Hey everybody, Max Kevin here, Little Cutie Podcast, not too long. Well, it's the first day of February, February 1st. February 1st, 2023. January's over. It's already over. Can you believe it's 2023? I can't believe it's 2023. Oh my god, January's already over. It's already 1 12th. 2023 is 1 12th the way over. What is that, 8%? About 8, yeah, 8, 8 point, 8.3%, I guess. 8.333, continuing. Percent over. What are you What are you doing with your life, huh? What are you doing with your life? Twenty twenty three is already eight eight point three 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 forever percent over, and you haven't done shit this year. Just you need to take a good hard look in the mirror. All right, look at what you've become. Look at what you're doing with your life. It's twenty twenty three. We don't have any robots yet. I was promised that when I was a little kid in 2023, there'd be robots doing all my chores so I wouldn't have to do shit. I could just sit around and be a fat, lazy fuck all day and I'd have a robot maid that would clean up my room and I'd have a robot chef that would cook my food. I'd have a robot girlfriend to give me hand jobs. I'd have a robot boss that would tell me to get to work and I'd be like, fuck you, boss. I'm not working today. And the robot boss would be like, all right, well, you're fired. And you're like, you can't fire me, boss. I, I bought you. I'm going to just unplug you because you're a goddamn robot. Now shut up. Uh, that's how I imagine the future would be like when I was a child. But uh, it turned out different. You know, sometimes the future doesn't turn out how, how you thought it would be. You know, I guess that's a, I guess that's a uh, summation of my life, you know. Didn't really, didn't exactly turn out how I thought it would. Oops, oops, <laughs> oopsies. Anyway, uh, let's see what's going on here. I went, uh, you know, did a little comedy last night at the uh, Tokyo Comedy Bar. Of course, uh, a few of the uh, Tuesday nights aren't exactly, they're not exactly what we call happening at the Tokyo Comedy Bar. You know, they're not, uh, they're not uh, 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 booming. Uh, they're not uh, uh, happening. Uh, you know, it's not exactly the place to be on a Tuesday night. Of course, Tuesday nights, you know, historically, uh, you know, if you guys ever worked in the restaurant business, you'll know that, uh, or the movie, the movie concession stand, you'll know Tuesday night is, is the slowest, is the slowest night of the week. You know, a lot of people think it might be Monday, but a lot of people like to go out on Monday because, like, they just went to work on Monday. They're like, fuck work, I hate Mondays. Oh, my God, I got a case of the Mondays. I got to get out of the house, you know, so. Actually, people do tend to uh, go out on Monday night. Tuesday night is actually the slowest Slowest night of the weekend on Kosha over here. It's very slow in Tokyo, yo. Of course, I guess the whole um, uh, the whole business strategy of the Tokyo Comedy Bar is to uh, cater to tourists, you know. So I guess it doesn't the day of the week doesn't really matter, you know. If they're if they're if they're only in Japan for a week or whatever, you know, they probably don't have shit to do on Tuesday night anyway. So you know, might as well. But uh, not really the case yet, you know. I'm not sure. I think Japan might still be restricting tourists, and they might still. Everyone's got to prove they don't have COVID or whatever, you know, especially if you're Chinese. Can't let those goddamn Chinese people in, you know. Yeah, so uh, last night we had a few comics that canceled, you know, so there was not so many of us, you know. And uh, we only had three audience members, well, four, four audience members, but one of them was a Japanese guy who didn't speak any English at all. I don't know what exactly he was doing. Just hanging out. Um... You know, he didn't really even have, like, a base level. of it. He was kind of like one of my students, you know. So I, I don't know exactly what he was doing. What he was doing there. Yeah, so anyway, uh... I had planned, I had planned on, like, not... 
not telling them, you know, because I'm, I'm sort of jealous of uh, these comedians that can just, like, tell stories, you know? Because, like, if, you, if you're a joke, if you're a joke-writing comedian, like, oh, say, like, Anthony Jeselnik or, like, uh, like uh, Daniel Tosh or whatever, you know, they just do joke, 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 you know? It's uh, much more difficult to write those sets, you know, because, like, you write a joke, that's, like, what, 20 seconds, 25 seconds, you know? But these storyteller comedians, you know, they can tell a story for, like, eight minutes, you know? It's like one story, you know, so it's, if you're trying to kill time, you know, it's, it's better to be a storytelling comedian than a joke comedian. Um, so anyway, I, uh, trying to, uh, think of some stories I could tell, you know, so I'll, basically yesterday I just went up there and I thought I'd, I'd just tell the story about the, that I told on the podcast yesterday about the, uh, about the fat Russian kid that was sticking his hand up his ass there. And, uh, no, I didn't really plan it out or anything, you know, and I had, I had extra time because, you know, we didn't have any comedians and it was kind of, you know, casual setting, you know, because there was no audience members. And um, so I was just kind of messing around, you know, t- telling about the story. I don't think, I don't know if the audience really enjoyed it, you know. I was having a good time and I was having fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was good to, it was good to practice, you know, just like tell the story and try to, try to figure out where the funny parts are, you know, try to figure out like where I could put punchlines in. I mean, it's probably something I should I could do alone at home by myself that I don't really need an audience for. So I just kind of wasted everyone's time. But um, it was fun either way. It was fun for me. It was fun for me to get up there, you know, because a lot of times I'm uh, I'm worried about the clock. Like I'm kind of rushing my set because I'm worried about the clock, you know. So last night, like I wasn't didn't care about the clock at all, and uh, didn't really care about anything I said at all, you know. So I was I was totally free, you know. Felt good. It was fun. It's freeing. I was just up there. I was just up there, up there by myself, just truly expressing myself. Just showing, just, I just put it all out there. I just put all of my emotions. I, I wore my heart on my sleeve. I put all my emotions out there. And nobody laughed. You know, anyway, uh, so, uh, yeah, that was fun. That was, I don't think I'll do that again. I mean, that was, if there was an actual audience there, that probably would have been a bad idea no laughs, and I, I probably should have, uh, worked on that a little bit more, but, uh, I had fun, oh, I've been watching, uh, you guys been watching HBO, Last of Us, The Last of Us, dude, it's based off that video game, it's like they got zombies, but they're mushroom zombies, it's a new type of zombie, because they're not made from a virus, it's a mushroom, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, Fungus. It's a fungus zombie, you know? The fungus zombies, they, uh, you know, well, they got mushroom heads. I guess basically that's the story. You know, it's just like zombies, zombie mushrooms, you know? Um, of course, HBO, you know, all these, you know, people are saying Netflix, they're calling it woke flicks, you know? People are saying all these streaming, you know, same thing with like Amazon TV shows, you know? Like they had the, uh, Lord of the Rings there. You know, they had a lot of, they got to add a lot of diversity to all these shows. You know, a lot of people are complaining, you know, because all these, all these TV shows are just adding diversity where it's not needed, you know. And, um, of course, HBO, uh, totally ruined one of my favorite comics of all time, Watchmen. I don't know if you guys ever seen that TV show, Watchmen. It's fucking terrible. And, uh, it was completely destroyed by, I guess, what we would call wokeism. Uh, just totally totally shat on the source material and just <laughs> and just had like you know 55 year old fat black ladies beating dudes up you know which was doesn't really make any sense 
with no, you know, if they don't have any superpowers. You know. Anywho, so uh, you know, Last of Us also has a little bit of that, a little bit of that. You know, there's um. Okay, Zora's uh, Zora's uh, aging himself out of the kitchen. And Last of Us has that a uh, little bit of that over there. You know, in the first episode, I noticed the uh, his daughter, the guy's daughter, uh, suddenly black. She's suddenly a black woman. You know, just no big deal. You know, I guess she kind of looked half black. You know, they never they never they never really went into her mother in the in the game. Of course, in the game, she's a little white girl. You know, but whatever. We got too many white people in this world. Am I right? We got too many white oppressors, you know, so she's uh, certainly turned black. But the thing that really bugged me about it is she, she got perfect hair. His, his kid, his little half-black kid, she, like, wakes up and makes some breakfast. Her hair's already perfect. She's got, like, this long, I mean, she's got, like, the most beautiful, long-flowing, curly locks. Like, like she just got a perm. And I'm supposed to believe that she just woke up looking like that? I don't think so, dude, right? I mean, I believe in movie magic, you know? No girl with hair like that just wakes up and it's it's perfect like that, you know? That's fucking bullshit, dude. Who wrote who wrote this show? Alright? She needs to have some messy hair. Alright, that I mean that, that hair's gotta take at least two hours every day. Perfect hair. Yep. Of course in that uh yeah, that in that first episode there was a couple of um you know, strong black women. There was some strong black women, you know, uh part of the resistance movement, the fireflies, both the leaders, the two leaders of the fireflies were strong black women. Of course they were they had to kill a lot of white men who um, who uh, tried to steal steal from them or whatever you know, goddamn white people. So, so you know what's funny about all this shit? It's like it's like I don't think does anyone really care? Like the thing is, it's just it's not it's not a bad it's not bad that 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 there that there's all these suddenly black women everywhere, <laughs> but it's, it's it's extremely noticeable, you know. It's like, it's like, well, what black people are, what, like 10% of the population, you know? And it's like, why in all these TV shows, it's like, it's like 30% black women. <laughs> it's like, it's like where, where, I mean, it made sense like in The Matrix, you know, you see that movie, The Matrix, like that made sense because, uh, you know, the, uh, the one had to choose 13 people or whatever, or 18 women or 13 men or something like that. And if they chose, if they chose black people, it would make sense for the population to be mostly black people. It's like. It's like, what about Asian people, you know? What about Latino people? You know, where are all the goddamn Mexicans, all right? Where are my, where are my Japanese and Chinese, you know? Where are the Koreans, all right? Where are my strong Korean... Where are my strong Korean women, you know? That's what I need. I need more TV shows with strong Korean women. Um, yeah, and, uh, like, I don't understand, like... <laughs> do people think that, like, this is actually going to make it... Like, we have, okay, we live in a racist world. Oh, you know how we can stop racism? Racism in the world it will make TV shows with strong black women, and that'll end racism. I don't like is that is that their solution? Do they think they're actually making a difference? I think that's what, I think that's what really bothers me the most is, uh, is uh, these people think they're actually making a difference. You know, like the people, like the Ukraine war. You know, they're like, oh, it's not the Ukraine, it's just Ukraine. Don't say the. You know, oh, I just made it. I'm helping. You know, you're not. Hey, you're not fucking helping. Shut the fuck up. You're an idiot. You know, that's basically what I want to say to most of these people. You know, anyway, uh, it's a great show. Last of Us, check it out, HBO. They just had this one episode, episode three there. You know, I uh, I saw a little, I saw some like trending, trending articles about episode three there. It turns out there's uh, episode three, there's like some uh, some hot gay, hot gay man on man bear sex action, I was told. Like the way, the way these articles are putting it, you know, it's like this is, there's some hot, hot man on man chest, hairy chest rubbing 
butt looking action. That's what that's what I uh, I was expecting there, you know. So I was like, oh yeah, all right, let me get the lube. Let me get the lube before I watch this. And uh, you know, I guess I guess there was like a sort of sex scene, gay sex scene, but it wasn't. I wouldn't call it graphic. I wouldn't. You know, I, I was led to believe this would be a lot, a lot steamier than it was, you know. But uh, yeah, that was a great episode there. Episode three there, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman gave a, gave a great performance, you know. Oh my God, his performance. Oh my God, it was so Oh God, I just wanted to eat his performance there. Oh, it was so good. Nick Offerman. Oh my God, your, your subtlety. The performance. Oh God. No, it really was pretty good though. I was kind of tearing up at the end there, you know. It's got to really relate to his character, you know. He's, he played this recluse. He played this recluse that, uh, you know, shut himself off survivalist. Uh, prepper, doomsday prepper, you know, and of course when the zombie apocalypse comes, the doomsday preppers, those are, those are the guys that, uh, are gonna, are gonna live, you know, so he played that guy, and then, you know, he, uh, he finds, he suddenly finds another man, three years later, another man stumbles upon his, his prepper complex, just happens to be gay, that's, that was pretty lucky, huh, the one person he meets in the zombie apocalypse just happens to be another gay man, that's, uh, that's luck, I mean, that's fate, I guess that's fate, that's luck, that's good, that's good for him, you know, so anyway, they have a budding, they have a nice budding relationship, and and over the years, you know, he learns to not close himself off to the world. He learns to love again, you know, and you know before he hated the world, he had no one to love, but then he finally, he finally found love, and then they they ended up dying together, you know, and the whole episode is like their love story or whatever, you know, which uh, didn't happen in the game. Like you you meet the same character in the game, the Bill character, and he's like he's sort of recluse guy there, you know. Then you fight some zombies with him, and then you just go on your way, you know. But this, they kind of made his character a little different here, you know. Like I was when the love story thing started, I figured, I've, my uh, my thoughts about the rest of the episode was that like, you know, they were gonna fall in love, and then like some zombies or some raiders were gonna come kill his boyfriend, and so he was gonna be pissed off, and like, you know, uh, the main character was gonna find him, and he's gonna be all angry because his because his boyfriend died, and you know, that was kind of kind of be a sad story, you know, because like The Last of Us is kind of like a depressing, sad. Sad story, you know, but uh, didn't turn out that way. It turned out to be a happy ending, you know. They got to die together, right up in the sunset, you know. It was good. It was uh, it was a good episode, you know. I didn't really. Uh, it's not really something you expect, like a zombie TV show. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like an offshoot episode. It didn't really have to do with the with the main storyline there, you know. It's just kind of like a side quest, side quest episode, you know. But it's still well done. It was well done love story. Yeah. Uh, of course, it was really gay. It was really hot and gay. You know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of men beard on beard kissing and, uh, rubbing of hairy chests, you know, just in that one scene, anyway. And, uh, yeah, I wonder if Nick Offerman took that role, you know, because, of course, he's famous for, like, playing, like, uh, like a libertarian-type conservative guy. I think he has a lot of conservative fans, so I wonder if he took that role so his conservative fans could watch him make out with another dude. He'd be like, oh, he's still my fan, huh? He's still my fan? Oh, you like conservative... You're a conservative person, huh? Well, watch me make out with this dude. Oh, you still like conservative... You, you still my fan? No. I'm still a fan of Nick Offerman. Great performance in that episode, man. He was, uh... Yeah, I felt a little, you know... I, I, I teared up a little bit at the end there, you know? Riding off into the sunset, you know? Wow. That was a really gay episode. That was really... That was really... That was really gay. And sad. And, you know, life is worth living. Sometimes. Uh, but yeah, check it out, Last of Us. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder, uh, 
I wonder if the next episode he's gonna. I think the next episode he's gonna fight some Asian dudes. You know, I'm just wondering like what what race of people he's gonna kill. Because so far he's killed a lot of white dudes. You know, the main character there he's killed some white people. So I'm just wondering like whether. What other races is he going to kill? You know, I don't think he's going to kill any strong black women. That's my prediction. By the end of the season, The Last of Us, the main character will not kill any black women. Does anyone want to? Can we put some bet? Can we put some money on this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put some money that there will be no, no evil black women in this TV show. We'll find out. We'll find out later. We'll find out as the uh, season goes by. We'll find out as the season goes by. You know what? Anyway, thanks for listening. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow.